Hey there, folks. It's Sam Whitfield, and you're listening to hour number two of the Whitfield Report uh, Saturday show. And uh, I guess this is kind of a bonus podcast. Um, but what you're about to hear is uh, me jumping on a uh, podcast with my uh, friends, Sean and Alex, who host uh, Real News on the Versa News Media channel. They're also fellow um, conservatives, and I met them at Penn State. I've actually had uh, both Sean and Alex on the Whitfield Report podcast before and on my live stream. And uh, as of last month, I started uh, going on to their live stream and their podcast pretty regularly. And uh, usually what I do is after I finish... Uh, the first hour, as I like to call it, of my show, The Whitfield Analysis, I start a uh, another stream on my YouTube channel, and uh, then I go ahead and, uh, you know, kind of feed into theirs too. So basically, like, I record the audio from their stream onto my stream, and we kind of mold, we kind of like simulcast that way. And that way, their audience comes to my channel, uh, I go to their channel, and their channel on YouTube is still growing. Um, But I I usually don't record the simulcasts as podcasts, but I'm going to start doing that. So uh, every week from here on out, the second hour of the show, where I, you know, do the panel discussion with the guys from Verse Media is going to kind of be like a bonus episode of the podcast, so to speak. Um, So uh, I've done a few of these streams, you know, in the past, but this is the first one that is also in podcast format. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy this. This is a little, you know, less structured than the Whitfield Report, I guess. So, uh, you know, it's more of like a roundtable type thing, and obviously I'm not the only host. Um... But anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the, uh, this new addition to the audio podcast. And, uh, you know, any feedback, as always, is appreciated. And I really do hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. join uh, Apex Gamma and uh, the Versa Media crew for, I guess, a conversation on the uh, drug war tonight and the war on drugs. So let me uh, switch my uh, input for Discord so that you guys will be able to hear the audio and and then I will come on and then I will just jump in. So... Uh, yeah, and I will also link to Versamedia's channel as well, so, hold on a sec, uh, let's see, voice and video, okay, output device, multi-output device, okay, so you guys will be able to hear Discord, uh, sorry for those of you who, who didn't know what you were listening to before, I know that must have have been, uh, confusing for some of you watching the live uh, broadcast, but like I said, I'm jumping in with Versamita right now, and, uh, yeah, so, anyway, uh, 
here is Versa Media's uh, channel link. I'll post that in the chat, and I am going to jump in now. So given to me by doctors. Dude, yeah, that's See, a that whole other area. Off. Is the whole like when, like specifically like with opioids is the legal drug addiction mm -hmm. that's crippling that's where the nation. And they call had, it uh, accidental overdose. There's no accident. The, the doctor has become the pusher because of the entire infrastructure of the system of that you can't pay somebody's insurance to see the doctor unless they have a medical necessity. And the only way that they could prove medical necessity is if they give you a medication. That's how they prove you're sick. And that's how insurance will pay. So it's an endless spiral to get somebody addicted. And then the doctor's make so much money off that prescription pad that's what, that's what yep. angers me more you, than, than street drugs you know what's yep. going to help though you know what's going to help with that whole situation decriminalization no 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 even better i got an even better solution you ready for it yeah yes all right celebrities giving a black and white presentation on twitter a psa on twitter that'll that'll solve literally everything that will stop it overnight everything i mean you see him left and right look hey you see you see these actors they're they're taking responsibility it's 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 amazing stuff and who was the mother of that nancy reagan just say no mm -hmm. yeah I don't know. Here, here's my thing with the drug issue too, especially with you know psychedelics and stuff. Is there's so much misinformation out there? It's really hard to find the true information about this. Because I, I know too earlier you said that it could like last what like two days with an LSD trip. Because that's unless you're taking some sort of like like insanely high dose. It shouldn't. That last. was my experience. <laughs> okay, that it shouldn't yeah. last. More than like eight hours because I, I have a uh, friend who's taken LSC multiple times and it does not last usually longer than uh, eight hours or so. Yeah. Now I will I will speak to the fact that the effect, uh, you know, psychologically and emotionally can last up to a week. You know, they've affected me like really positively. Uh, in a real way for several days afterwards, but I, like the, the actual effects of it, you know, the, the, the drug itself, yeah, eight hours, maybe 10, uh, if I've taken a bunch, <laughs> or I took a bunch, rather. Yeah, no, and I agree with that, too. Like, you know, the actual seeing stuff, the physical weakness, the, you know, mind fuck that you go through, that will only last maybe, you know, uh, like eight hours, 10 hours, and, and even that, that comes in waves, too. So that to say it'll last for multiple days, you know, like sure the the realizations that you have, you know, that can last for the rest of your life. But you know, that's more of like meditation. Yeah. If you meditate, you can, you know, you kind of learn about yourself. You have these questions, these sort of philosophical internal dialogues going on, and that's sort of the good thing. You know, you're dealing with problems that you might. It, it's kind of like meditation, you know. But instead of it, yeah, that that sort of discipline. Because not everyone has that discipline, where, or they they might not have like the time to go and like dedicate to like meditating every day, and they might have this breakthrough after a few months. Because I used to meditate too, and you I... know, I never really got to that high of a level that my uh, my, my good friend uh, describes. I I so, so... oh I... psychedelics they're not oh sorry sorry psychedelics they're not um they're not addictive. There's no tolerance. There's so it, it's not physically or mentally addictive. Um, anything no, in fact, 
in in fact it's not it, it becomes much less fun the more you do it like it, it, it like they don't work uh you don't it, it's not fun you know it's 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 like the they're actually most of them are like the perfect drug <laughs> in, in that sense for me um again it's been years since i've even considered it but now i'm fondly reminiscing uh i'm just kidding but <laughs> <laughs> no like they uh, i like the, you know the back in, when i when I first started, when I, the first psychedelic I ever did was mushrooms. And I took a relatively low uh, amount or small amount. And I was with good friends. And I didn't know where they came from. So whatever, but they're mushrooms. They, it's not hard to tell that it's a mushroom that you're eating. Uh, albeit dry and disgusting. But uh, that first time actually was really scary. It wasn't a, what I would call a bad trip, but it was the first time that I was like, oh, oh, okay. So like, that I need I need to figure out uh, and that summer I took mushrooms about the same amount almost every week um, and a couple of times I tried days in a row and that's when I found out that I don't I don't like taking psychedelics that much because they don't it's it defeats the it defeated the purpose for me and you know the profoundness of my you know, introspection, which is what it's all about, in my perspective. It's all about inward. It's, you know, yeah, cool, sh cool, cool shit happens outside of you if you if you look around at the walls, whatever, but close your eyes. That's where the things happen. And um, for, for me, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I had a lovely, also very similar, my first experience on mushrooms, my first and only, was lovely. I was with my somebody that I, I, I loved and I trusted, and we went on a trip to Mexico, and the, it was just amazing. So I've had two experiences, one with acid and one with mushrooms, but that yeah the, this conversation really isn't like like the, this serious addiction this isn't about that no uh, and that's that was the point that i was trying to make is i don't think that drugs should be illegal i think that people should work harder at teaching people younger better values period so that's, I have the, a that's my dream world yeah. So I have a question. This is a really serious question for, for me because this is kind of like the context for you other guys too. This is the context of reality. And the reality is what the CIA and what through the years, what, what the government has done to the inner cities because of their agenda of flooding the inner cities with cocaine or flooding the inner cities with crack or flooding the inner cities with heroin and destroying generations. That's a huge problem that I have. Well, I think everybody on the panel would agree that's a problem, but uh, I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think, like what the government did with the, uh, what was that, the Iran-Contra thing where they're smuggling cocaine to the cities to go and basically fund uh, clandestine operations. Like, yeah, that was wrong. I don't think very many people will say, oh, that was a great government policy. Thank you, Reagan. No, but I, I don't, now to a certain extent, you know, there is individual responsibility. No one, for the most part, no one's paying gun up to your head and saying, hey, smoke this pipe. You know, some, some people, maybe that happens, but, you know, there is a certain uh, element of uh, personal responsibility in it. However, you know, in that instance, that was wrong. You know, we shouldn't be having an agenda to go and like flood the cities with any drugs, which is yeah. why what China's doing with, um, well, the synthetic opiates, fentanyl, carfentanil, that, that is wrong. That is an act of, 
almost like a sort of war. Like what? Because we did that too to China. I think this is revenge for the Opium Wars. But, but it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's happening right now. It's the same thing, and everything's laced with fentanyl. Fentanyl is a killer. It's worse fentanyl, than weak. Listen, fentanyl killed my little brother less than a year ago. Oh, uh, so, no, it's it's fine. He was actually under. Uh, he was he was in jail. He was he was in work release, uh, and he died of fucking fentanyl overdose. Yeah. It's taken a lot. Of, it's it's taken a lot of people. It's didn't, fuck. It took Prince. Didn't uh, dude? It's taken Prince. Didn't what? Yeah. What and when you say nobody nobody forces you to do this, that's absolutely not true. Because usually most people start drugs between thirteen and fifteen, and it was usually given to somebody by someone they trust—an older yeah. uh, sibling, a parent, an uncle, somebody that was going to molest them. Or I mean, usually, yes, doctor. they almost were. Yeah, a doctor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially a doctor. Like if you're going that's to take, you're going me. to sur Yeah, like if you're getting a surgery or something like that, they're going to be. You got these asshole doctors feeding feeding you these pills like here, you know, you don't want to get in pain. Here, take this shit. And before yeah, you know it, you're fucking hooked. hooked. Now, yeah, they got you know, I've been hit by a car recently. I had the option if I wanted to be gonna take opiates. I refused that. You know? Yeah, yeah but it, yeah, smart. but if you're yeah, but if you're if you're young, you're not you're gonna do what the doctor tells you to do more. Even like you, you you're kind of look, like Alex, you're yet. kind of smart. Like you're kind of smart. Okay, and by kind of I mean really fucking smart. But like, <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, like and like, yeah, I had to throw that joke in there. But um, <laughs> but just... no, like the you the 13 year old's not gonna fucking yeah. differentiate. Well, he's I... gonna be like, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna look at the doctor and be like, what do you think I should do? And of course that fucking crooked ass doctor's gonna be like, hey, take these fucking pills. And then they have and they, and then they get addicted and they come out and they, they no longer have their prescription and so they gotta find heroin on the street. And that's this is exactly how ding, ding, ding. the thousand sixty thousand people that died last year from from opiates this is why they did it usually because of a doctor or because of their older brother got them started and then they've got some fentanyl in there and it's over. We don't we don't punish people anywhere close to it. We don't punish those fuckers anywhere close to hard. Like that's the pro. The ultimately, that's the problem. Like you have you have these people that are doing all this shit, and they get these really light fucking sentences. And it's like like you had that one, you had that one chick that was running a fucking pill mill in Louisiana, and she didn't even all, all she did was lose her license or whatever. Like. They, they didn't fucking. It was like a, it was a glory, or maybe I maybe a couple of years in prison, I think, but like nothing. It was like fucking nothing. No, if dictator Phil was in charge, these fuckers would be executed. <laughs> a lot of people are making money from the whole yeah. chain of command. I, and, I, and I agree with that. With the doctors, they need to be held accountable for that. Mm -hmm. so, was the with, the with the crack epidemic you know i imagine most people you know that sure there were some people who were like forced into it as a kid but that's not everyone either like i know a lot of people in college yeah. got cocaine oh, addictions, yeah. like fully on their own free will what yeah. what you guys uh what nobody mentioned uh and what i wanted to touch on and again this is from my uh just from uh, my perspective and my story is when you're 13 14 15 16 17 you don't really have much of a, well, maybe not 16, 17, but you, when you're younger and the doctor, he's not talking to you. He's talking to your parent, your mother or your father, mm -hmm. 
who are also uneducated. This goes back to what I was saying, that people are uneducated. They're not educated on the right things. And that is, that is most, I believe, mostly an act of subversion on various levels that I can't define, you know, specifically, but I see it all the time. The more, the older I get, uh, but well, yeah. So for again, you hook a kid early, actually better yet, you convince their parent that, you know, you and your lab coat, uh, it's got all the answers and you feed them Adderall and fucking opiates and, yeah. right, well, you know, and Ritalin. Well, I, I, and you well, create I, an addict, correct? Hold, yeah. hold up, hold up, hold, hold up, because Apex made a, made a really good point about that. Um, so a few things. First of all, I have to disclaim that we are uh, multi-streaming on the Whitfield Report's uh, YouTube channel. Oh, shit. What's up? What's up, Whitfield Report gang? Uh, number two. What's up, Camus? N- number two, I have to I have to disclaim that I'm also. Uh, it's amusing that we're talking about drugs because I'm in the midst of drinking a beer, a Corona. Well, we're... oh, that's not beer. <laughs> oh, whatever. That's a Corona. Got, that's not beer. Corona? That's I, not beer. Agreed. Yeah, we but... already agreed that beer wasn't in the in the the drug discussion anyway. Sammy, that's like so the good. That's like Kool Aid. But um, you need to you need to up it up. How much they've been advertising during this fucking pandemic? That is one of the oh most like slick but awful advertisements ever. Well, I love it. I'm in branding and advertising, and I think it's brilliant. But also, I'm an ad major, so. But also, <laughs> but also, it's it's interesting that you guys bring up the Ritalin thing because I have a very interesting story. When I was when I was five years old, when I was five years old and going into kindergarten, um, my my mom went in to meet with uh, I guess like a few of the prospective uh, kindergarten teachers, and. Uh, you know, some of the school administrators because, uh, you know, with me being in a wheelchair, I needed some assistance. And so they, you know, basically I had what's called an I, uh, an IEP, like an individualized education plan. Um, and long story short, the, the school psychologist at the time, this was like back in 1999 or 2000, can't remember what, which, but, um, the school psychologist back then wanted to put me on Ritalin and without meeting me face to face, um, without doing any like tests on me based on the fact that according to like the preschool teachers or whatever, I guess I wasn't paying attention to in like math or whatever back then. Uh, so they wanted to me out in Ritalin and my mother's reaction was basically, she said, if you even suggest that my son get put on Ritalin again, if you can mention it, I will sue this school district's ass into the ground. You are not, I love your mother. You are not putting, my, yeah. you are not putting my son on, uh, son on any drugs. Yeah, your mom, your success story, man. Fuck it. So, you know, that... I mean, she did fuck up. I mean, I mean, she did fuck up with having you drink Corona. I mean, that's terrible. Like, who <laughs> does that? Well, Jesus. Well, I mean, he I... is beyond her You're control. Not let now. Him go on that one, are you? Well, I mean, oh my god! I mean, Corona. Ugh. 
My that mom has... told me. What, were you all me... out of Kool-Aid or something? What the hell? <laughs> I, I, my mom I... told me only only truck drivers drink beer. <laughs> I, I hope... I, Shit, I'm drinking a fucking ice house right now, guys. I, I have, ice house. I have. For real? I also I also have Budweiser, but unfortunately, it's not in the fridge right now. So, um... uh, Budweiser's not that great either. I like that Yangling. Yeah, no, you know what, you know what, you you know you know what I heard that Corona is. It, it's recycled homeless piss. That's that's what that's what it is. <laughs> oh, so they got from you know, Seattle. I thought that was Bud Light. Probably. The, they used the, to call I, that Schlitz when I was a kid. The, Schlitz. <laughs> the rumor when I was growing up was one in four Coronas <laughs> tested positive for urine. <laughs> <laughs> so hey guys, on a on a on a total topic change, kind of back to before Firecracker joined. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just checked my comments on these couple of clips that I uploaded mm-hmm. to my Owen Benjamin clip channel. Oh, nice! And it appears, and it appears the Owen haters also really hate our president. Uh, so I, I, I've never seen such spicy I, comments in my videos before. I, What's all that? Even from the Bears. I fucking, I fucking <laughs> predicted that. I've, I've been telling people for months that no, for years that Owen and his cult aren't actual conservatives so. no 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 oh uh, uh you, sam you miss you misunderstand me sam i'm i'm saying that my fans the, the the viewers of my channel like the the regular commenters uh aside from a couple are like fucking blah, 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 like all caps uh posting comments it's like whoa well, it's actually kind of weird to see are they the type that don't think trump that they think trump doesn't go hard enough yeah. Oh no, probably. no. They no. They think he's. They think he's. You know, like the the hard left stance on. You know that he's just straight evil and he's inciting violence and uh, he should. I mean, I, I can't wow. quote any of them. I can't wait, quote any of them off the top of my wait, head. Wait. So, Let's see. Wait. So you have you have liberals who sub to your channel oh. who love the fact that you bash on. Hey. Owen ben, hey. Let's Sam. Uh, I'm not gonna call this person out. But the first two initials, the, the, the initials are A and R, and they're subscribed to both of us. Uh, this, this is their comments. I mean, Trump may say some pretty words, but he appears powerless. This is not really about racism. It is an excuse to perpetuate the blame game. Loot, use violence, uh, feel uh, aggravated and, and entitled, and engage in hooliganism, hate. Uh, oh, actually, that's a good one. Never mind. <laughs> um, so oh, does shit. that mean that they're voting for Biden? I don't know what they're voting for, but it's just it's just weird to see because my YouTube channel I don't like guys I'm not like an internet guy like uh, I've I've lurked lurked around for for years and watched random shit but I, I started making videos about Owen Benjamin because I I wanted to make fun of him for some reason uh, and I've made a bunch of really shitty ones and I've amassed like you know almost a thousand people. That I actually talked to and have had conversations with. That's how I met Sam. That's how I met, uh, you know, ultimately you guys. But um, it's just a weird. It's a weird dynamic because we always. It was my channel's always been about one thing, and I knew if I ever uploaded anything else, be it like my music or, uh, you know, anything else I wanted to clip, that it would cause some kind of rift. But I just. I just went hard on my stream before I joined you guys like 10 minutes ago or whenever. Uh, I played a clip of Andrew Breitbart's 
CPAC speech because I think it's still relevant as uh, I'll get out even for, uh, you know, today's, but, uh, I've, I've kind of beefing with the quote unquote America first crowd this week because they don't think Trump's going hard enough. And, uh, also one of their leaders thought it would be funny to tweet out that, uh, black lives matter should burn down a Chick-fil-A. So, Mm. So that's that's where we're at within like you know within the right wing kind of fighting each other. So yeah, and I'm again personally like really annoyed with it. Like that there's this constant infighting between now. I mean, it used to be really just between the the Trump MAGA populist crowd and the establishment, but now it's a fight between the establishment moderate MAGA crowd and then the hardline America first crowd. I think and Nick, I need I think Nick Fuentes is a closeted homosexual and he needs to just come out of the closet. Oh absolutely. He could he could be the next Milo dude. Could I yeah. Maybe Maybe even better. well it'd be nice. Did you see well, his show with Milo? It was I great. Did. Well yeah well well con- well considering that the Gripers uh fucking attacked uh you know Sean and Alex for just being associated with Turning Point, which is, which is kind of how I got involved with Rosanita in the first place. Uh, but wait, what did they say about Alex? Well, 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 no, it was it was basically just you and they didn't mention Alex specifically, but they were like, you know, Turning Point PSU is with is like a bunch of homosexuals. So and then. <laughs> on one of the on one of the interviews that you and I did, just the two of us, Sean, one of the gripers, I should have actually probably saved the comment, but I deleted it because of YouTube's like comment policy, or whatever. Uh-huh. One, mm, of, yeah, we've been having doing a few tonight. One of one uh-huh. of the one of the gripers uh, said that you and I should both be should both be thrown into an oven. <laughs> And so it's a bit cold in here, so maybe that I will. sounds like something Owen Benjamin would say. <laughs> and so you know, when when Nick and when Nick and his elk are actually, I'm now Nick didn't say that, but his but his fans said that. And when Nick, when Nick is the type of edge lord to say that, I mean, you know, basically, I'm only like a few years older than a kid, but I feel like he needs a spanking from. From some from someone, so he probably what what you talk. Nick would probably enjoy the spanking because <laughs> he is a closeted homosexual. So. I knew you were going to say that. What were you trying to say, Alex? I heard your your thing was going out again. Yeah, I was asking if someone's baking the pie because I keep talking about ovens over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably oh, makes pies too. <laughs> so uh, I got a I got a little clip of of Trump saying kung flu. Oh my god, he fucking said kung flu. Yes. And it's awesome. I'm gonna I don't know where to I don't know where to post it. Did you guys it, see but... him throw the throw that he he really it, the water? Oh yeah. my god, I love that. I love it. Yeah. Amazing... Throw Trump with the water, the glass of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Johnson just made a post, uh it says liberal tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meme Dude, material. That's what he turns uh, out every rally. 
Dude, that's exactly what he was doing. I, I mean, I, I, you can't give him. I can't give him enough credit. You, you know what? I, you know what? Right now on my live stream, because on my live stream people can see my camera. Speaking of memes, right now I know I know that Alan Powell is lurking in my chat and probably just like screen capping my my screen of me drinking Corona to make memes. I can see you. I can say hi. I can see you. So, <laughs> well, one thing um, I was you when you mentioned the Groypers and all these people, I felt like the one thing that that happens like when when Nick says these like edgy tweets and when. People say these things in our comments. We always talk about it because it's hard to not look away. Like, let's be honest. But the double-edged sword to that is you give these people attention and that's how they rise up. Well, and I'm, and I'm not saying like we shouldn't talk about, it, but what I'm saying is I th it, it's kind of like with Richard Spencer. He wouldn't be given, and I'm not trying to lump them in the same camp. Everybody says that and they are different people, but the, the reason even Richard Spencer, we know who his name is because people wouldn't stop talking about him. And there's certain sort of, you know, things that you just can't not talk about. But people deliberately, like, find stuff and, like, deliberately talk about him. And Nick is I, – I, I have complicated feelings on the guy because I don't know what he really believes. I've heard what people have said he really believes, and that's what concerns me. But – and the people he hangs out with concern me too. But he seems like somebody that does understand what he's doing. He's a talented and effective individual, but he needs some he needs some really like he, he goes too far with certain things that it can come off as not 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 like like when Milo goes like edgy and hard and provocative, that's what it is. But when Nick it's, does, he goes it's, too uh, far, and it, it's kind of rude when, and like, jerky. When, when when Milo does it, it's obvious. It's satire, and it's it's. I mean, it's trolling. Yeah, it's obvious when when Nick does it. It's it's kind of like serious and it, weird. It, it's it's kind of like is he joking or is he? So here, so here's why I focus so much on like Nick Fuentes and also the Owen ben, Benjamin types because. I feel like every time I ignore them, right? I always get some normie, uh, you know, just some, just. They're like, like, why aren't you talking about X, Y, and Z? Well, no, I always get like, I always get some. So like, oh, so Nick Fuentes is Nick. They they think that like, they think that because like Nick Fuentes said you know X, Y, or Z that like all of conservatism now you know thinks x y or z and i always, yeah yeah and so i i always i'm always like oh, fuck. he's got now, now i have now i have i'm like okay let me explain so it becomes like a it becomes like a whole thing so i end up having to explain it either way to people and so i'm like i might as well just address on the show and reinforce to people publicly that i don't you know i think we do have some nut jobs on our own side so mm. well i mean nick fuentes he, he he just looks like a guy that's like sexually repressed like like just let <laughs> just let it let it let it let it let a chick touch your penis or something like and then if you're not into chicks hey let a dude touch your penis i don't know i don't dude, know is gavin mcginnis said at the cpac after party he said you know we have all these groypers here and you know you guys look you're young 
stop worrying about for Israeli like foreign policy and start worrying about getting laid. Yeah, I know, right? That that freaking you know the 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 interaction of women touching your private parts, that is fantastic. I mean, that is just something else, you know? And you know, when you don't have that, I don't I don't know what's worth I don't know, you know? And you can kind of tell I think but Nick, Nick is kind of weird. He's got that weird <laughs> well said, Phil. Yeah, like that you've got that weird vibe of like, yeah, nobody's touched my ding dong ever, you know, and so you and it, you know, get you know well and here feel better. Here, here's my sort of thoughts on that. Like as much as those people do suck, you know, they aren't the ones in power that we should be worrying about right now. You don't see like fucking, you know, the whatever, like the alt right forming like city blocks like chops and shit. The most they'll do is like go and fucking bring tiki torches to a fucking protest. You know, like these people aren't the ones in power. And honestly, like the more you bring them up, the more drama you just start between them. So it just kind of feels, at least to me, like it's not even worth it. Like, you know, if they do something notable, you know, maybe bring something up then, but if they're just being themselves, like I don't really give a shit. You know, the they're people- kind of like a deep state Hollywood, kind of. Yeah, the, the people that matter, the actual communists who are in charge of the establishment, who are in charge of the, um, you know, who are in charge of colleges, those people matter because they have direct institutional power over people and they implement their message. If the alt-right were in charge of college admissions or like Fortune 500 companies, then that would be a different discussion. And then, you know, we could bring them up more. But, you know, we're focusing on the wrong enemies here, I feel. Well... Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, listen, I, I think that, you know, we can focus on maybe not just the wrong enemies, but like all, all of the enemies, but maybe that's just the Italian in me. I want to, I want to deal with all, all our energy, all of our enemies into the, into the people in my chat. No, I'm not going, I'm not going to chug this. So. To address, did, did you just say Trump? you're Italian? Did you just say you're Italian, Sam? I'm, I'm half. I'm half Italian. Oh, you're half Italian. All right. All right. Yeah, so what would you think? So what did you think, Sam? What did you think about the uh, Christopher Columbus statues getting torn down? Because I heard Christopher Columbus is your guy. What, what's what's the deal? Okay, so in relation to all of that stuff, I have to be completely honest and tell you guys that I was a bit depressed this week. Um, Especially on thir- especially on Thursday. If any of you guys heard my Thursday uh, Whitfield report, I was I was depressed because uh, I mean Black Lives Matter and Antifa are just running around tearing down statues, and cops are like, uh, I mean the cops have literally gone on strike, and they're not out there, and it, it like. It, I don't know. It's kind of been building in me for a while, but on Thursday, it just kind of like, uh, you know, like I wasn't even mad enough to scream. It, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, I was like, I was honestly in a, in a depressed stew because I feel like, you know, America's burning down and almost no one is doing nothing about it. So yeah, the, the, the Christopher Columbus thing pissed me off. I'll tell you what pissed me off even more was the George Washington statue. Yeah. George, you want to talk about a guy who's my guy. It's not Christopher Columbus. George Washington is my guy. Uh, and yeah, I like how Trump, uh, he, he mentioned that and how they, 
tore it down and wrapped an American flag around it and set it on fire. And he wants to, <laughs> I mean, he was talking to the senators there, the Oklahoma senators or whatever. And uh, he's like, he wants to institute or, you know, or build some legislation that, uh, you know, enacts jail time for one year if you burn the American flag. You can stop it, do whatever, but if you, if you burn it, like you desecrate, uh, like free speech is important. I forget exactly what he said. I clipped that too. I should probably upload that. See, one I don't well. think he should do that at all. That to me uh, is a big problem. That yeah. is very anti-First Amendment, which would really hurt his pro-free speech brand because I hate anybody that burns the American flag is, in my opinion, a traitor. But you should be allowed to burn the American flag because they rep- it is an expression of speech and it is not I, harming anyone. I agree. Um, but it was just agree. his... Good. Oh. No, 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 no. Go oh, Me? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Now, now, my thing with that is you're going to turn a whole lot of libertarians against the Republican Party. I mean, the ones mm-hmm. that are still in there, there is a decent yeah. libertarians to the Republican Party. You do, do that. One, it's going to get shot down by the Supreme Court. It's been done. Right. Of course. Yeah. That's the whole point, though, is he I was think... like, he, he was just saying it's disgusting. Like, one year in prison yeah. is what yeah. he thinks it's worth. I think. Oh, I see. I see. I think. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I'm, I'm all now. for you know. I, hey, hey, if you want to burn, if you want to burn a flag, go for it. But I, I will say this: if you are like, if you're a government employee, and you and you you burn a flag, you get fired, and there's no rehiring. Uh, if you're in the military and you burn a flag, you're out. Same thing. You're out. I'm curious, you're not getting actually, back. You're not getting back in. When you bring that up, have there been cases of military, like people currently like enlisted in the military burning the flag, and have there been consequences against uh, them? There have been, actually. Uh, hmm. There was one, well, I know there's one, uh, there was like an ar- the uh, army wife that wiped her ass with the American flag and posted <laughs> it on social media. My question is, how can you army wife if she's not employed by the U.S. military? Well, I think because she was, they were living on on post housing. I think they uh, threw her, they threw her off the base. Like they, they were like, nope, you gotta live off base now. That's appropriate. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like if you're in the military, if you're in the government, and you do that, yeah, you should absolutely be punished. It's like, you know, how in the U.S. you can say like whatever you want to say you can say like stupid shit you can say racist shit you can say hateful shit but you Mm -hmm. know you can still get fired from your job yeah Yeah. saying something saying something and burning something it's almost like an act of violence against the country or is like if they set the fire in an improper location i think they can charge them with that but if it's not that that's true yeah yeah, the Supreme Court has ruled that, I mean, because they've had these cases brought to them that flag burning is protected as long as you are doing it sort of, um, I don't want to say, well, I guess controlled is the right word. You know, you're not like doing it like an open field uh, that's super dry during wildfire season and you're burning a flag there. That's a big no-no because you're going to mm-hmm. start fucking wildfiring and kill people. And yeah, it's a whole big problem all in of itself. But if you're doing it like in the street, you burn it doesn't matter it's fine nobody's harmed mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like and when you bring up like um 
violence on and like act of war and all these other things some people say it's kind of like um what's interesting is to see how they've ruled on things like you'll see people make speeches and they're going to say like well we're going to bomb the shit out of isis we're going to kill isis you are that some people say well wait a second isn't that a act of violence and it's technically not because you're you're advocating for a policy you're not necessarily saying hey you sir right there go kill that person um but if you say like you know i shouldn't even say it on this because somebody could technically say it's violence but if i said hey i'm going to kill x or hey you go kill x that's not protected but if you advocate for like a certain like policy stance it's like a blanket thing that's not aimed at a particular person that is protected well that's that's kind of interesting because that you bring that up because i mean again not to bring up owen benjamin but that was ac- that was actually where the trouble started with uh owen for me believe it or not because uh he he basically like falsely accused a, a friend of mine of trying to like poison his kids through some ridiculous, uh, you know, which was ridiculous to begin with. But then he also said, if anyone comes after my family, uh, kill all of them or something. So he basically made a threat on the live stream and... YouTube didn't do anything about it, and neither, and, like, the people who, you know, he threatened, like, they weren't able to bring a lawsuit or anything, so, yeah, that's kind of interesting that, you know, we're talking about that, because, you know. Well, I think if you say, you know, son's going after my family, you can can be inferred that he means violently, and that would be, you know, self-defense at that point, defending people who are defenseless, which I feel is different. You know, like if you say, hey, if you come and like smack me with a stick, I'll smack you back with a stick. That's not really a call to action. That's just saying, hey. It's like gay for no, what, no, what, what it what it amounts I'll to. I'll slap you with a stick, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what it amounts to. Looking for call to action. Is, is, in, uh, is, in this case, though, is not only did he falsely accuse these people with no, I mean, with, with no evidence, uh, but he spelled their names out. Uh, and, on a live stream that I was actually watching, and doxed uh, them, and, yeah, and inferred that he wanted people to do something about it. But don't, no, don't do anything about it. But somebody should definitely do something about it. These people are dangerous, and you know, violent rhetoric without crossing that line. I mean, I, I think he actually did, uh, but it could be argued, I think legally, that he didn't because he he never said go kill those people, as uh, uh, Dexter I think was just saying. You know, th- there's. The legalese is, that's another thing. There's a lot of things wrong in this country, but it is mostly good, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I see you have to see go. You have to go, Donnie. So thank you for coming on. Yep, thanks again, as always. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. Uh, puppy duty. <laughs> yeah, have All a good right. night, Donnie. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. See you, Donnie. Nathan says Owen's out there past Pluto. Yeah, it's, I think he's further than that. Yeah, and, um, he might have an actual mental illness. Like, honestly, yeah. no, I, I, he definitely does. And to be quite honest with you, like, I can't even, I can hardly stomach it. He's, it, I used to so enjoy making fun of him, 
<laughs> but it just got to the, uh, you know, you feel like you're beating up a mentally ill patient at some uh, point. All right, what the hell's wrong to, with you? <laughs> to be honest, cracking with you, on though, mentally my, ill people, what the hell? Yeah, piece my, of shit here. <laughs> my, my little brother died, and it like everything lost. It's everything became, including that. For it took, mm. it, 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 I made really shitty videos, really mm. shitty videos, just with a fucking screen recorder on my phone. Uh, Apex. Apex, your shitty videos are artwork masterpieces. So uh, they're part of the lore, that's for sure. I mean, I'll never, I'll never escape that. I mean, uh, luckily my, cha- my luckily my channel's not tied to my real name uh, yet. I mean, but... I, I, I mean, I think, I think Sean is, it, is it you who, you and I have talked about the movie Blade Runner, or was that another? Yes, friend? yes, we have. Well, Very okay. Well, people people have said that Blade Runner was a shitty movie when it first came out, and yet Blade Runner is a masterpiece. So, yeah, maybe he's got the next Blade so, Runner. Well, so, what I'm trying to say is, Apex is the is the Ridley Scott of YouTube uh, <laughs> troll troll clips. So. Well, you know the uh, funny thing too is like Owen Benjamin is actually. You know, he's one of those people that's very fringe now, but talk about a guy where, yeah, he does have a mental illness, but I think the more interesting study on him, not only should you study his mental illness, but study how the censorship broke this man. Oh, because yeah. he didn't go well, really downhill till the censorship hit. And I've noticed it with other people. You know, people that I not... love have gone more extreme because of the censorship. Yeah. Well, that, there's no doubt that that's true, but that's, uh, or uh, I mean, the overall point you're making is true, but with Owen in particular, uh, uh, the spiral started um, at, uh, with the incident that Sam was talking about, and yeah. to a greater ex- to a greater extent, the uh, Owen's quote unquote best friend, who was, uh, you know, stealing valor, and Owen refused to accept that when people tried to show him evidence. And he started banning people, and uh, that started his spiral, which started the censorship. So, I mean, the censorship definitely played a part, but he has been drifting from fringe topic topic to fringe topic for well over a year now. Oh, yeah. I mean, the seeds were there. The drinking, too, made it worse. The drinking just spiraled it faster. I watched him normal, and then one day he was like nuts drinking. Well, I, I, that's the thing. My liberal friend that is subscribed to my YouTube channel likes to use Owen against me. He, he, he equates Owen to Donald Trump and like uh, the conservative ideals. He thinks I'm in some kind of cult <laughs> mindset. And I'm not even listen. I'm, I, I have I have so many pages of fucking text messages between him and I that are baffling to me. This is my oldest friend in the world. Twenty two years at least now. Um but, ah, uh, shit, what was the point? Most people don't uh, even know who freaking Owen is. He uses Owen against you. Oh, yeah, yeah, he uses Owen against me because he thinks that, uh, again, that I'm in some kind of cult. Because all he's, all he's seen for, of Owen is what I've posted in clips, which is me making fun of him mm-hmm. after he, he, he lost his shit. But when I found Owen, uh, that dude wouldn't even say Jews uh, yeah. like on stream. He would be like, he, he would make, play parody songs. All day, just play piano, make shit up, look at the chat, talk to people, look at memes, uh, and he would be playing a song about 
a conspiracy or something. And the line he was saying would so clearly rhyme with Jews. And he would stop and like his brain would work for a second. He would say Saudi Arabia or something like something other than, you know what I mean? And I was like, he's a totally different That's person. Paranoid yeah. schizophrenia. Kind of. Yeah. It kind of looks that way, but he was very, the point is he was very normal. He was, he, uh, he seemed like a, I remembered seeing his stand-up uh, many years prior on Comedy Central, at least one of them, and he looked kind of familiar as an actor. I wasn't sure from where. Uh, How funny. Uh, yeah, right. right. Uh, but, you know, seeing him on YouTube, he, was, he seemed like a, uh, like a red-pilled fucking Hollywood dude. He was like, yeah, dude, I fucking cut trees down and, uh, with my brother, and I'm all about family, et cetera, et cetera. And he played piano for a couple hours. He wore his glasses and drank coffee. <laughs> You yeah. know, eventually opened packages from uh, his fans. You know, it was, he opened a package of gummy dicks and then it all started. You know, you know, what was weird was like back in the day when he was normal and I first joined, you know, the the, the thing with John Eric Hayden and all those guys. Uh, I remember, remember like after Owen got kicked off of Twitter, like I was saying, hey, Owen, you should talk to Milo. Yiannopoulos, uh, because you know he's been censored by Twitter too, and I, I feel like you know you guys are both funny and you guys both have like a good sense of humor, and I think you guys would really hit it off. And Owen's response to me in the one DM that like where he and I interacted was, uh, uh, "Sam, I don't know. Uh, Milo is is you know pretty controversial, and he's been associated." He's been associated. He's been associated with the alt right before, and I'm just not sure if I want to, you know, associate with that level of controversy. Uh, and that, and that, and so like he was originally afraid of being lumped in with, you know, Milo because Milo was quote unquote too controversial. Then he goes from that to, then he goes from that to screaming about Jews in just a matter of months. That that that's. To me, that's what was so mind blowing. Was yeah. it wasn't like a it wasn't like a progressive, it wasn't like an overtime thing. To me, it was like it was like pretty quick. To me, it, it was, was like it was actually yeah. It was overnight ahead, almost. Sorry. It was overnight almost. So. He did a Britney well, Spears. It was a psychotic break. Yeah. Well, you know, and it all listen. It, the timeline is very easy to follow. Uh, it's kind of convoluted and it's pretty long but it's very easy to follow with channels like Milker Nation, especially on YouTube, mm. uh, who's done a pretty good job of, you know, doing what I do, but way, or did, but way better, way better production uh, and resources. But, uh, you know, again, it started with the incident Sam's talked about. And then, listen, he was groomed into the internet by Steven Crowder. That's where all of what he is now comes from. Because... He worked for Steven Crowder. He wrote bits for Steven Crowder. He was on his show, etc. Um, and he called him his best friend for a long time. Yeah. And then I think that's one, how I found that one. Yeah. yeah. And then one day, one day, Owen, uh, actually, you know what? I found Owen through Dick Masterson way back in the day. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, oh, fuck. My brain's not working. <laughs> You were saying again. how he how he came in. He came in through um, Crowder. Through That's right, Crowder. Crowder. I and then it was he... Alex Jones. Oh yeah. no, no, no! Stephen Crowder was his was his uh, 
the Christian uh, part that he's still trying to play, uh, because that that the Christian thing that's essential to his place on the internet and his making money. That's what's that's the one thing that he still holds from Steven Crowder, and he he learned that from Steven Crowder. I mean, you can watch it happen uh, through his timeline. But, but um, you can't be you can't be a Christian and talk shit on Jews all day long. Oh, sure you can. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't care. But well, one thing I'll uh, pivot to. Well, this yeah, I would say I don't. I actually don't like talking about Owen anymore. But I mean, the the overall point of him as a mental, you know, health patient on the internet uh, with influence is is relevant. It's, that's yeah. the whole reason I started it, making it, videos about him. You know? It's a, no, it's a good thing to bring up. It's astounding, on honestly. That's all I was gonna say. Well, and the other thing too, to to uh, you know, to uh, your point about Owen being a being a Christian, uh, you know, too, is uh, he recently went off on the Holy Trinity too, and I didn't... yeah, uh, Alex wanted to yeah. What did you you wanted to pivot to some? I heard that though, Sam. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that what this kind of, you know, all these sort of like right-wing uh, media figures and e-celebs remind me of, I recently discovered, well, I should say technically rediscovered, because I didn't realize I'd seen him before, was Lee Stranahan. This is somebody you've brought up, Sam, and I was going to ask you about this, but I never really, I saw this guy, because um, he was on uh, InfoWars, a band uh, video talking about Steve Bannon how Bannon was really actually pushing for John Bolton to be in the White House. Yeah. And how Bannon is actually anti-Trump secretly. I mean, there's some... And to give some uh, background, Lee Stranahan used to work for Breitbart as one of their writers. I forget exactly his title. But I didn't realize I saw this guy at the National File event uh, on day one of CPAC. I, I, I looked at him like, this guy looks familiar. Where did I see him before? And I figured out, I was like, Oh shit! It was that guy, and I, I think quite a few things about him now because he talks some stuff about Bannon. He said some not some nice things about Cernovich and Jack Posobiec, and which... also not some nice things about Milo. Which I'm like, I, I don't know how I feel about this guy. I'll be honest. Well, I I have to be I have to be honest, Sean. I'm not I'm not that much of a Cernovich fan anymore. Um, for various re for various reasons, which I don't want to get into quite yet. Um, but there's a documentary coming out on Cernovich very soon, which I think, you know, will be pretty in- interesting. Um, oh, who, who's making that documentary? Well, uh, one, one of my, one of my affiliates. So, um, hmm. Uh, here, oh, here's 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 yeah. here's what here's what I will say about Cernovich. Um, Cernovich, Cernovich, I do think he's done some good work, but he has danced around a lot of the allegations against him. What uh, allegations? Sexual assault, supposedly that he uh, settled, you know, in court with a sexual assault. Um, allegation um and i mean he he also in regards to lee in regards to lee stranahan and this is kind of where i take issue he basically claimed a lot of lee's work as his own 
to promote to promote the Gorilla Mindset brand back in, in the day. So, you know, I so all I'm trying to say at Cernovich is like I'm kind of fifty fifty on him at this point. So Yeah, this Lee guy, he's I like I I just don't know how I feel about him because there's he does have some level of credibility working at Breitbart. He would know the shit that goes down in there, but to to be fair, he doesn't. I he, I don't know. To be fair, he doesn't. He doesn't like Ben either. He he he. he yeah, it's true. He he. He was right about the Ben Shapiro thing completely. I don't ben, like Ben. Oh, that's a trigger. I don't like. Ben. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing about Ben Shapiro. I used to like Ben. I I actually my my claim to fame at least prior to Owen, is I actually interviewed Ben Shapiro on my old show back when I was in high school in 2012. Um, And I interviewed Ben specifically about uh, Andrew Breitbart. And basically, like, I asked Ben what Andrew Breitbart was like. um, Because because Breitbart had died earlier that year, and I, I knew that he and Ben were, like, you know, really close together, and I also knew that, um, you know, that, like, Ben was kind of his, I guess, protege at the time, so I interviewed Ben about Andrew, and I will say this about Ben. I think back in the day, he was really good and really spot on, and I think he still has potential to redeem himself, but I, but I, th- I heard, but I think he really suffers from Trump derangement syndrome, and that's his ultimate problem. Just like Glenn, mm-hmm. Be- just like Glenn, yeah, Glenn yeah. Beck. I heard that. I heard that uh, from a very, from a very semi-reliable source that Ben Shapiro is still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is. You know what I, I think? Believe I think uh-huh. I, <laughs> he's not. He's got a couple kids. But well, he I also heard. His. I he also heard. Yeah, I also heard that he got that 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 uh, he got his wife pregnant via a turkey baster. So, that's <laughs> dude, oh come on, don't. <laughs> yeah, no. You know what I think? Got to everybody that we're talking about. I got to go in a second, but I had so much fun tonight. But I think what happened to every single one we're discussing is their narcissist, like their overt narcissism came out. With Cernovich, it was like over the top. And I I couldn't even listen to these guys anymore because something started growing inside of them. Whereas before, when they were newbies, they were really fun to listen to and they were really smart. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was stimulating conversation. And then once they made it and they became like a, to us, you know, a household name, they went off the deep end with their ego and their, the really, they would, they're great very well guys. Put. Yeah. Yeah. Very well put. The, the curse of the Isolib, I guess. Yeah. We're all doing Cause, cause, cause Ben Shapiro's wife is a doctor. So she, she, I heard she, she tried to become a doctor so she could figure out how to have kids without actually fucking. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I, well, I also Ben Ben admitted to me that Andrew would always sneak into his office at Breitbart and like post Playboy centerfolds uh, on on Ben's cubicle. I would do that. That's funny. On Ben's, but that's not very kosher. And and then uh, and then just like stand behind uh, Ben and like whisper something like boobies or something like like that because Andrew had the sense of a thirteen. 
had the sense of humor of like a thirteen year old boy. So, which I mean that that's that's what I, that's what I would do if I if I were working with Ben Shapiro. I would just be, I would just yeah. I would just be going up to uh, Ben every five minutes and just whispering, boobs, boobs, <laughs> and just like probably triggering him or something like that. So. Well, speaking of uh, right-wing e-celebs, I want to pivot to one more thing, uh, which is uh, that uh, Lauren Southern is back. And she's mm. got dark hair. She's back and rocking a brunette, her natural oh, hair, probably. I got so oh, excited. man. I, and that they're, they're video... They're saying she's rocking black hair for Black Lives Matters. Mm. <laughs> well, I've heard some rumors about her... Uh, that could kind of um, corroborate that in a different way. That's I'll leave it at that. But she, her video, and there's a lot, because, well, I'll give you some context. When we interviewed Milo on our channel, it was after he wrote that article about um, these two cameramen that were in right-wing circles. Now, they were basically sat trying to sabotage it, take money, um, dox people and ruin people's lives. They're total phonies. They took money from Tommy Robinson. They tried to dox. I think they know they did dox Gavin McGinnis. And Lauren Southern knew what they were doing, and she kept them around. And I think she even did some other stuff. Uh, I don't know how deep it goes, but she comes out with this video of, "Oh, I'm back, guys. Oh, I was just taking time off with the kids." Because uh, I was pregnant, I found a guy. She didn't really dive deep into like this her husband much. Like, oh, I found him, and he's like so magical. It's just like, oh yeah, I had kids, uh, which I I kind of think the first pregnancy was a bit unplanned. That's my guess. I'm not saying it's true. But that's my guess. She has a second kid on the way now, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna be looking at things objectively. I'm gonna be going in, making documentaries, not with my opinion going into it, but going in with an open mind and asking questions as if I don't know what's going on. And the whole video, something fell off about her and it felt so freaking fake. It was like the fakest thing I've ever seen. I didn't buy a single word she said from the second it started. And Man, Paul Joseph Watson's Twitter. Nobody's say, watching this. I, that timeline is savage. I saw. I saw that because you were posting them in the Versa Media Discord, and I was. I have to admit, like, like I said, I was kind of depressed because of the Black Lives, you know, because of the whole country burning down. Nice but, so. but I will say, Sean, that you made my day that day just by posting those because, like. I was I I was like I haven't been this depressed in a, in a while because of the whole country burning down. So let me just put that in context. But I was laughing my ass off <laughs> reading those reading that like tweet stream of uh Paul Joseph Joseph Watson. So well well the thing is the lore behind that is something Milo revealed on the kill stream which is that Paul Joseph Watson slept with Lauren Southern. And I don't blame him for a second for doing that. But when he did do it, uh, Lauren did what Lauren always does to guys in right-wing circles. Is She left them the next morning, high and dry. And But with Paul, she left him with something a little special, which was a little bracelet that had 1488 written on it. 
And for oh, those who don't know, it's shit. a white supremacist, yeah, number code thing. And she did as I guess some like super edgy joke, but Paul did not like that one bit. And he knows a bunch of other shit apparently about Lauren Southern. So well, it's a fascinating fucking thing. I'll pull up the tweets because they're hilarious. Well, but he was just unloading because she was deleting YouTube comments, calling her out on her past, and she would not reply to him uh, about anything. Uh, privately, and she leaked screenshots. Of the well, I think, they, I think they just need to sleep again and sleep with each other again, and just end the <laughs> whole, you know, the sexual repression because there's well, definitely some tension there. Well, there's sh- tension. Well, yeah. well, Sean, wasn't it you who was like who like who like DM'd me and was like, I, I hate to break it to you, Sam, but your e wife is already married, or it was mm. I don't know if that was you or someone. Yeah. That doesn't mean shit. And, and, a and then and then I said thing like, I'm like, oh, that's okay. Millie, Millie, Millie Weaver is the one I'm actually after. So, uh, and actually, and actually, that's not even the case anymore because uh, you know, if if people follow my Twitter, then you know what I'm up to. So, ooh. Uh, uh oh. Hey, this, this is boy talk. I'm gonna go you guys because I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, really. We well, say, uh, Alex. Uh, so it looks like we got her scared away with all that locker room banter. <laughs> it's no, locker room I, talk. And that toxic masculinity. So Oh, give me some of that. Mm. <laughs> okay, you guys, I'm gonna go now, but thank you All so right. much. I really enjoyed it. Have a great <laughs> night. Bye bye. Right, have a good one. one. Okay. Mm. So all of our women are gone. Now we can yeah. really have some fun. Now we can get to the man talk, huh? Mm-hmm. Man talk, huh? So Lauren Southern, yes. <laughs> she slept with every right wing guy and every single freaking like part of the world and got material from them. She's like, a ghost wrote for her. like the fucking birthday cake at a party. Everybody's getting a piece. <laughs> Except us. Uh, well, we at, well, we weren't at the birthday party, so... Yeah, we weren't invited. Uh, hey, I'm, I am tr- I'm trying to get more female guests on the Whitfield report. I, I really am trying, but... You it, should get Donnie, man. I was actually going to tell you that yeah. earlier. I, I you should bring Donnie on. I, I, I do, I do want to get get Donnie on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Um, yeah. But I just, I, I need to, I need to DM, I need to DM her because I was, I was lazy and semi depressed this week, admittedly. So here's what Paul said on Twitter. By the way, I'll, I'll cheer you up. Re, replaying these greatest hits. <laughs> this is just. This is the best e-drama ever happening right now. He said, I'm not releasing the full Lord Southern info. And then parentheses, he goes, it's, and it's pretty bad because she broke the code and released private DMs, which is unforgivable. Also, she went mute after I asked her why she was deleting YouTube comments. Why are you deleting them at Lord Southern? And then he said, also, I'm totally releasing all the Lauren Southern info unless she films herself taking a knee and apologizing to me. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Fucking A. Oh my god. Oh, fuck. Literally everyone asks, are you okay every time I challenge anyone on Twitter? Yes, I'm doing fucking fantastic. 
<laughs> Stop sending these cringe messages. I'm having fun. It's all bullshit. We're all gonna die. Stop they're freaking the, they're out. That, they're that that um they're that couple that's like in high in high school that you know they're like into each other, but they're like But they hate each other. Like, yeah, it's like will you two just fucking get it over with? Jesus. <laughs> Oh god, it's just hilarious. And his original tweet, oh yeah, he had, he countered to a debate too. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and then Lauren started like either deleting or hiding her like tweet replies, and he literally says like, "It can't be you said this." He goes, "This e thought Lauren Southern challenged me, yet ended up deleting literally all of her tweets because she's a fraud." I respect people who stand by their positions, whether left or right. Evidently, she doesn't have the fortitude to do that. Very disappointing. Also, there's a code which you don't leak private messages without permission. That's what Lauren did, which is pathetic. I'll be making a full response video unless she publicly apologizes to me for her dreadful behavior. If not, it's on. It's uh, drama, and I will escalate. Oh shit! It's going down. Yeah. Oh god. Spicy. Very spicy. Yeah, you literally said debate me, bitch. You know I will win. She probably there's a good chance. What what do you what, what are the chances that she came back on because as like like she's not being satisfied anymore in her present situation and now no, I know what you mean. Or some sort of excitement or whatever. That's the thing is why is she really back? Yeah. Why? And will she give up her uh, e-thoughty past? Well, this is what I'm saying, because if she's doing it, like, if she's an e-thought, then, you know, she's probably doing this for some action. But, like, you know, she's... Apparently, if she vanished because she got married and was having a couple of kids, and now she's back all of a sudden, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's not... No more exciting... Uh, personal life and then you know try to look for something well like like i like i told you guys before i mean i i blew it because uh a friend of mine one took me up with uh laura loomer so you know if i if i had played my cards right i could have been mr laura loomer or something like like that mr sam loomer (laughs) i i no i would have made i would have made her change Mine it, mine it. Wow! I would make. What a trad. I actually, I actually told, I actually told my mom that, and she's like, "Really?" I, she's like, uh, and, and my mom's like, "Why didn't, why didn't you?" I'm like, "Eh," I, I'm like, "I didn't, I didn't know how you would feel about, you know, about my kids being half Jewish," and my mom's like, "Eh, I don't care. I just want you." Uh, That's not very progressive of you, Sam. I just want you to have kids at this point, so. <laughs> the, the tweet that started this all though, from Paul is when he said, right-wing YouTuber suddenly, quote, returns, claiming to be a nuanced centrist, having disappeared at the exact point where everyone else was fucked over and banned for the last 18 months, having thrown them under the bus by funding the very people responsible for that. That's in reference to the cameramen. Inauthentic. And then the replies, he just digs in. He's like, also, why doing response on your YouTube? Blah, 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 blah. And then that's when Lauren shows the screenshot that Paul um, 
the he was like when he, the messages he sent on, on WhatsApp, and it looks like he's asking about the link comments on the video, and then he just goes, "Can't answer, fraud, disappointed, so disappointed, you can't answer, so pathetic, Jesus, just allow the comments, it's not hard, pathetic, how dare you, fuck off, leave me alone." Uh, thought higher of you, but after tonight, no. Just have a family life, enjoy it, and protect your kid. Much respect for that, but otherwise, fuck off. Can, can I ask? Uh, didn't Paul? Didn't Paul actually like lose a kid? And like, I I, I had a daughter, and then the, the daughter like died of crib death or something like you know like sad like that. What really? Yeah, like I like I could have. I could have sworn that like Paul was like I'm. I'm not saying this to be like edgy or anything like that, but like I could have legitimately sworn that Paul Watson was married like a few years ago, and then he had a daughter, and then like she died the same day she was born, or something like really sad like that, and it it like broke him and his wife apart at the time, understandably. So. Huh? Yeah, I didn't. I had not heard of that at all. I've always liked Paul. He's awesome. I've, 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 I, I actually liked him better than I liked Alex for a while because, like, same. Because, like I always said, I, I for like for the longest time, I thought Alex, I thought Alex was like a crazy nine eleven, you know, conspiracy guy. So I never really liked him. But then. Paul would always come and I would always watch him and I was like, okay, this guy was, is good. It, and it was, again, it was only once I heard Alex on Joe Rogan that I gave him Same. A, another yep. chance. So, Yeah, and actually it's funny. I'm on Lauren Southern's Twitter page and you want to, it comes up on the right with you may, you might also like and it lists some accounts. And usually like with like, let's say Trump, it'll list like uh, some of his kids or his associates. For Lauren Southern, it shows only one person, Richard Spencer. Oh, shit. It would have been funny if they had Paul Joseph Watson on there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they said have Richard Spencer there. That's, uh, that's, that's weird, right? That, like, Gavin McGinnis and, like, all these other people are banned, but Richard Spencer is somehow, like, still on. Hmm. It's almost like he's not influential. It's almost like they need him. The left. That is. It, it, it's it's almost like he and Nick Fuentes are on the payroll of the radical left. So you think they're both feds? I, man, I mean, in Minecraft, allegedly, I'll, I'll just say, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll just say allegedly for right for right now, but uh. You know, well, I, I've, claims I've, Spencer the Fed. I've been, I've been proven, I've been proven right before. I mean, let me, let me ask you that. Let me ask you this: Why is Richard Spencer famous? Okay, that's the first question. And then, where did Nick Fuentes come from? Why, why is he famous? Why is a, a why is like a twenty-two-year-old kid who no one's ever heard of suddenly become like? A quote unquote overnight, you know, success, and you know, meanwhile, well, I... Nick's a bit different because he actually, I'd known about him before the Groiper Wars, and he had a growing channel that was doing quite well. 
but his what what really kicked things off was when Charlie Kirk wouldn't his security team wouldn't let him uh, take a picture of him and wouldn't let him into that event, and that started trending big time because it was like, oh, why is this conservative guy keeping people out of events? And then Nick starts sending. Uh, encouraging groypers to do certain things at his event so his his claim to fame was was pretty organic and it, it's not like it came out of nowhere but i and, do know what you mean though and to well, be and to be fair i i know you got well well actually hmm this is a bad topic to bring up on air but i'll just say i don't like charlie kirk personally because of some stuff that he did to my friends which i've shared with you guys about privately but mm-hmm. I, I i i don't like charlie kirk but i do like some of the people that work on that work for turning point most notably you guys even though i guess now not anymore <laughs> we were we were different though like we we i mean yeah we were kind of turning point but we really weren't like we had our own had our own personality dictator wasn't like it wasn't like uh like we were just right along the line because because we had we when we we've had a couple we had that one speaking event that i think we went completely against the grain as far as tp went like they did not want i don't think they wanted that speaking event at all and just no they didn't so, want to bring Sargon. We're doing it anyway. So can so okay. I hate to I hate to blast the fucking doors off the hinges then, but can I ask you, uh, what's your opinion of TPUSA now as graduates? Let me just ask that. I think that the local people are are good, like the local groups are fine, but the problem is the national organization. It's kind of like the college Republicans, you know, just Republicans in general. Well, the college Republicans are different, though, because, like, well, I think the college Republicans are more, I, I, it's like, I, I think that the, well, I kind of agree with that. Like, the turning point is kind of like it's a separate like the local chapters are a separate identity from the national yep. identity like you have like a lot of these these groups that have their own thing going on and then it's like kind of different from the national level and then you have like well college republicans and i said this today in in another chat somewhere else uh i'd like the the CRs they're basically representative of the establishment, but Republicans, which are they're weak as fuck. Like they're just like weak pushover bitches. Like and and like they just have the they'll simp to anything, like anything at all. Mm-hmm. You know they they avoid conflict. There's no friction. There's no standing up for what I believe in. There's no. It's just like well. We do everything wrong wrong with the Republican Party. In they one. are absolutely the, the local republic like like Pence, the local college Republican it issues are the same fucking issues as the national, like in terms of the where these people come from. And it's the like they're grooming it's like it's like the, the pedophile groomers. They're just grooming them up to be more fucking weirdos when they get older. 
Like, and that's exactly what we're doing. Because, you know, you see it. You, 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 we've seen it in the years that we were there. They're just the same. They're, they're just the same shady, backstabbing pieces of shit that, you know, the establishment fucking Republicans are. You know, it's just like, you know, you. this is this is. This is part why we feel like Trump is probably the greatest Republican maybe in our lifetime because he's not your traditional Republican. He's he's tough. He stands up. He's he pushes back. And this is something like he's he's he is the beacon of strength in a fucking place that sorely needs it. And that like and it's like we know this and yet it's like the same shit it's just the same shit with the college republicans it's like well did you not see the 2016 election did you not see the 2018 election there's a difference between strength and sheer weakness and you guys are fucking weak yeah well i mean it's it's really what's weird and sad to me both is that like Okay, so Andrew Breitbart talks a lot about, in that CPAC speech, he talks about unity, right? And I I feel like in 2016, there was really that push of, like, okay, yeah, there are different groups, like Turning Point in the College Republicans, and like, Yale, and well, Yale wasn't really a thing in 2016, but, you know. Point- they still aren't. <laughs> yeah, and 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 the and the, the sad thing is, is that like technically I'm still affiliated with them, and yet I just bash them all, all the time. I I don't That's straight up yeah right I, there. You I, can bash uh, them all you want, but they'll still invite you to their fucking conferences because they're so desperate. I I I got I got like I got another text message from my uh from my uh I guess like state head today. And yeah, he, my girlfriend did too. And, he, and he's like, he's like, he's like, Operation Win at the door is hiring for July. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not traveling right right now. So, um, but no, uh, back to my original point though. Like back then, like the college Republicans and Turning Point, and I, I guess like early yell. Like we were all we were all kind of united. Like okay, we have to get behind Trump and we have to get behind the conservative movement just to beat Hillary. And now there's not really that there's not really that unity push anymore well, in twenty. That's what happens when you get what you want. Like groups yeah, that only had a common goal. But it wasn't well, like that at Penn State, though, was it? It was like well, a- but Penn State was an exception because it was one of the few. I mean, look, CRs are kind of established many in many places but penn state was one of the few very few that did not endorse trump and there was look and alex can attest to this there was a lot of unity in 2016 other than the crs and some other establishment groups it was the trump club and all that other shit well well but here's the thing the trump club after again this is what happens with a common cause is like all these different fractions come together and get it. And then they split off after the, after Trump got in, you had people splitting back into their libertarian shit. 
that's where we got somebody starting Yallop. You had people splitting off into Turning Point and starting that, which was kind of libertarian, I guess, at, at the time, kind of, barely. I don't even know if I'd call it that, but whatever. And then you had people even going full on alt-right. Then you had people like me that stayed pro-Trump and maybe evolved on some positions. But there definitely was a split, a fracture, and it has remained that way. And there is some level of unity, uh, but right now it is not as unified as 2016 by any fucking stretch to imagine for a whole bunch of reasons. But to answer your question, because I'm going to have to shut down the stream soon, is uh, my opinion turning point is still the same. The boots on the ground at the local levels, the students are fantastic. A lot of field reps are fantastic. The higher-ups on the national uh, part of Turning Point, like Phil said uh, perfectly, is they have a different identity. They are disconnected with the local chapters, and they what they think is cool is not what the students think is cool. And that doesn't mean they should be start you know bringing Nick Fuentes around on speaking gigs. No. That's most most people do not like Nick Fuentes, but he has a strong uh, cult following for sure. But they should be bringing people around like Gavin McGinnis, Alex Jones, Milo, uh, Crowder. Even even though Crowder goes through Yaf, which is what, um, which is a whole other yeah. story. But they should be getting people like that not rob smith not alex clark people don't know who these people are okay and nobody cares and you're going to manufacture people that really that that don't really have their heart and soul in it like others do and that's part of the problem and you know that's why i was starting my little club before corona screwed everything up but uh yeah, college Republicans are shit at Penn State, and they're, they're shit in a lot of places. I mean, I was even talking to my boss today at work, and he was telling me, like, yeah, the CRs in my school were uh, basically just like they drank every weekend. <laughs> I was like, ours used to do that. Now they don't even do that. Well, um, that's, that's interesting. Speaking of Gavin... Um... One thing I want to ask you guys about, kind of, I guess, for our final segment, is something that concerns me uh, greatly. Um, so, folks, we at, at Verse Media slash the Whitfield Report and several other podcasts, we use Discord. Um, to do voice calls and other things like, you know, share photos, uh, share show notes, everything like that, and several other community, and just to chat in general. Um, and recently, uh, well, yesterday actually, uh, Discord set out a disclaimer basically saying that they were going to start shutting down controversial discords uh what do you guys think about all that and do you guys have any reactions well it's on par with any sort of tech company like look at what discord yeah. was saying for years like i think mr medica did a video on that about why he wasn't going to discord because like the people who run it are a bunch of furries you know like there's been 
like videos and evidence like you can look up youtube for like discord furry where they have brought up like the fact that there was furries grooming children on these servers and like doing a lot of disgusting acts and the discord staff just ignore it for the most part and they even go so as much as to go and tell them that like hey you know this is being like anti-gay or whatever anti-lgbt like there's a lot of interesting stuff about that that must be why milo put his uh persona as his uh, avatar on discord <laughs> makes sense now i love discord it's the best platform for communication um but yeah like alex said like what they said in that statement just didn't surprise me it's stuff they said before it, it, i'm not concerned per se but i could see them banning more moderate stuff i mean they really haven't done that they've only kind of banned i i, I can't believe i'm gonna say this but they actually pretty much have only banned the legit Wignats. But who knows? They've, I mean, they had that big purge after Charlottesville. Again, it was with a lot of white supremacists. But it can get, you know, when you get rid of those people, the new extreme are just people that like freedom and capitalism and Trump. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll say this. For me, it's it's like a case of, there are discords I'm in, like, uh, you know, your guys' discord and Gavin McGinnis's discord, where, uh, you know, like, I just go in there to meet people, and, like, we don't even talk politics, like, like, yeah, we all share the same political views, but, like, more often than not, we're just talking, like, you know, life stories, or, like, what type of you know, music or, you know, movies and stuff that we all like and, what you know, just, like, everyday stuff because we've all been, you know, we've all kind of, like, marginalized now because we're all conservatives, so now our social lives kind of, at least, you know, where we can be open about it is now online, so. Mm-hmm, yeah, and... It would be tragic if they start going after like some moderate stuff. Like that'll kill their platform for a lot of people. But they've grown rapidly. I remember Alex and I were one of the early adopters of it, and it is a great platform. Like that's the problem with this is what conservatives need to understand is like the problem with these big tech companies and their tyrannical powers is that. Let's say you get banned from, like, Google Docs or something. What's the fucking alternative? There is nothing on the internet that comes close to Google Docs. There are alternatives, but they suck. And, I mean, maybe the other thing is, like, Microsoft Word, but that's freaking it. It's like with uh, these, like, personal payment things, uh, uh, like uh, Venmo. Okay, you get banned from, like, Laura Lerman. She's banned from Venmo, Cash App, all these things. There's not enough competition, and... The other competitions out there freaking sucks beyond the mainstream. And that's the problem is like we're beholden to using platforms that are the best platforms, but they hate us. So, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's a sad thing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something else. I'm already forgetting it, but, um, oh, yeah, it was something I want to talk to you off air about. Uh, but which sure. we'll get into. Any other final thoughts before we close out for tonight? Uh, no, I can't think of anything. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Take it easy. All right. Yeah, it's a great uh, stream as always, and 
Always nice to simulcast with you, Sam. Yeah, we got we have fourteen people in here, and we had, we had twenty at one point. So for the we had twenty people on the first hour, and uh, twenty people on the second hour, and also uh, for those of you listening on for those of you who are wondering when I'm going to put out the audio podcast, I've started recording the audio directly to my computer for these, so I'll just be able to manually put them up because. Uh, yeah, YouTube is still holding up my streams in, uh, you know, processing purgatory, so I've just taken the initiative to record the streams manually, if I can, so, Mm -hmm. yep. Yep, that's, that's the sad reality of it, but we'll see you guys, uh, next time for another Real News, uh, Anarchy, and we'll be keep watching the chop, and, uh, keep guys up to date on everything, so, as always... Have a lovely day in whatever this country is becoming and wash your fucking hands still. Yep, God freedom legacy in that order as my friend uh, John Neary used to say and uh, God bless America. I'm never going to stop saying it until, uh, you know, even when Antifa does try and kill me, that'll I'll never stop saying that. God bless America and fuck Antifa. So... <laughs> Amen. Goodbye. <laughs>